Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Fun, entertaining, knowledgeable. All right. Oh, right. Yeah. Right. Live and local. It's time for the Fan Morning Show with Bart Winkler. Good morning, everybody. I'm Bart Winkler. That is Tim Shea. And we are coming at you live on a Friday. Got a new phone number for you to reach us. 414-677-1250. 414-677-1250. That'll be the new number going forward. 677 instead of 799. So 414-677-1250. Everything else is the same. Our address is the same. If you like to send us uh, mail... I think the most mail that we get, we really only get like people sending Leroy cards to sign with self-addressed stamped envelopes. I haven't gotten a piece of mail here. I get the Timber Rattlers. I get a Timber Rattlers calendar every year from Chris Maring. That's it. I don't really get any mail here. Nobody sends me nothing. Mail? Yeah. The last time that we got uh, the Brewers, remember that day? We thought we were getting Brew Crew City Connect gear. Yeah. And then they gave it to Kiss FM. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't get a lot of mail here. But our address is the same, and our uh, social media is all the same. It's just the phone number. A little tweak, 414-677-1250. We do have on uh, Twitter another chance for you to win state fair tickets. That's coming up August 4th. Show by this morning. They've got the... Uh, Ferris wheel? Yeah, Ferris wheels. Ah, I won that Google. <laughs> oh, I was circling. Yeah, uh-huh, yeah. I well, you gotta be faster, name. Bart. I, was, I couldn't. You gotta be name. faster. You can't. You can't do that. Man, Ferris wheels uh, scare me. That th- oh, I will. I will not go on that one. Well, I just. I, you can get stuck so easy. And then the guy, you know, that guy, he jerks with people. The guy running the Ferris wheel. He he. Yeah. He, if he if you're scared, he'll stop you on the top. Then you have to stop the whole thing. Oh man! And then you're swinging. Yeah, it's terrible. How is how is anyone not afraid of heights? Heights are awful, man. So we've got a state fair ticket giveaway for you today. Uh, Now that I just promoted the Ferris wheel, but we want to know what are the top three baseball stadiums you want to get to, and if you want to take this opportunity to brag about the stadiums you've been to. Sure, do that. Just re- respond to or tweet us something stadium-specific at 1250 AM The Fan with the hashtag Bart Tickets, and you'll be eligible to win state fair tickets today. We'll give uh, one winner at random, and I believe we have state fair tickets to give away next week. Next week as well, up until the 3rd. Up until, uh, wow, look at us. All right, so we'll have state fair tickets to give away. till Wednesday. Next week, and then we've obviously got another pair to give away or four-pack. I believe four pack uh, to give away here today. So not bad. What three stadiums do you want to get to? The Brewers are going out to Fenway tonight. And I think that there's a couple stadiums, you know, these older stadiums, like I love Wrigley. I don't mind saying it. I know it's a dump, but it's, it's the most. And I've said this before, but it's the, it's the most that I've ever felt like I'm, I'm in the TV. Like, I feel like I'm on a soundstage. Like, if you ever get to see one of your shows taped live and you can stand on the set of Friends or whatever, 
that's what I feel like I'm I'm in. I feel like I'm almost going back in time because th- those were the games I watched a bunch of growing up was was Wrigley Field. All those games on WGN as a kid, I watched that a lot. So I like the history of Wrigley. I'd want to get to some of these older stadiums. I would say Fenway, and I've been to Wrigley, okay? So I would say that I would say Fenway's certainly on my list. It's got to be number one. And then you want to look at some of these other older stadiums. Uh, you know, the the new ones, like, what are the newest ones? Texas. Texas. I don't need to go there. Uh, the Brave Stadium. I did go to the Brave Stadium. It's very nice, but, I mean, it, it wouldn't be one of the places I want to go first. Do I want to get to Target Field? I haven't been to Target Field. Uh, new Yankee Stadium is pretty much like old Yankee Stadium. But it's not old Yankee Stadium. I'm shocked you haven't been to Target Field. I just never have gone up there. I'm just shocked. I've been to the Metrodome to watch a game. Uh-huh. When Target Field opened, 2010. Wow, yeah, it's been, it's, yeah. It's 10 years old, I think, or 9, 9 or 10. Yeah, you would have think like I would have accident. I have not been to the Twin Cities that much. We did go, I went with a couple of guys uh, for a dude's weekend in March. That's the weekend I got COVID. <laughs> That's how I remember it. I came back. One of the guys had COVID when he came to the trip. And he didn't tell us. Come on, man. I would say, so the three that I would want to go to that I haven't been to, Fenway. I think I would want to get out to Dodger Stadium. And then the other one would be, I know a lot of people like PNC Park in Pittsburgh. Um, maybe the Orioles Stadium. Uh, I would say I would say for me, it's uh, Fenway I'd want to get to, Dodger Stadium. The Giants Stadium seems pretty cool. I'll go PNC. I got to see what PNC is all about since everybody talks about it so much. It's pretty nice. So I'd go PNC, Fenway, and... And Dodger, where of the state? What stadiums have you been to? I've been to Tropicana, Wrigley, and I think uh, AmFam. I think that might be it. I've never been to the White Sox Stadium. I've never gone to Detroit. Oh, Bush. I've been to Bush. Yeah, that might be about it. I've been to oh the Braves, AmFam, Wrigley, St. Louis, Minnesota, Tampa Bay, Pittsburgh, Anaheim. Mets. No, take your time. That's it. Whatever you. Hate to put you on the spot. White Sox. White Sox. Uh, about half of the stadiums have been built since 2000 already. So there's not a lot of old stadiums left. I was going to say, the old, if you're going to the older stadiums, it's pretty much Fenway, Boston, and Baltimore. Baltimore is older new, if that's a proper way to put it. Yeah. Yeah, there's only seven stadiums that are currently being used that have been built prior to 1990. Rogers Center in Toronto is 89. Uh-huh. Kaufman Stadium, 73 in KC. Angel Stadium, 66. The Oakland A's right now play at the Coliseum. That's 66. Uh, Dodger Stadium, 62. And then Wrigley is 1914 and Fenway's 1912. Seattle's pretty cool. It's pretty amazing though. The, the, the Brewers are going to play at a ballpark that's been that was built in 1912. And then they play at Wrigley 1914. I mean, I I know that it's like a dump, but how can you not appreciate that? How can you not The stadium's been around for more than 100 years. The Red Sox stadium's been around for 110 years. That is wild. Our our ballpark's been around for 20, and we're going to end up getting a new one within the next 10 years. These ballparks, the shelf life on these, uh, they don't they don't last that long, which is wild to think. How do you how do you not just if you can keep Fenway Park around since 1912? And you know, baseball is such a historic game. Baseball is all about the tradition and. That's why we don't like when stats change, and we didn't like the steroids because it ruins the integrity of the stats of Ted Williams and Babe Ruth and the the Cy Youngs and the Ty Cobbs and all those guys that came before. 
But with the stadiums themselves, it's like, ah, who cares? Do you wish they made, I know we've had this conversation before, but do you wish they made stadiums like the same, like same dimensions? No, I love, I love the different the little quirks. quirks. Yeah. I love when the quirks, like the Fenway Come Park play. green monster and the Wrigley field Ivy. Those are things that uh, there's a backstory to them. They happened over time. You don't like the man-made quirks. That's it. I don't like putting a hill in the middle of uh, and a flagpole. Yes. Yeah, center field <laughs> with the Astros to try to make it quirky. I don't. I mean, that's a little, that's a little too much. So, what are the three stadiums for baseball that you would love to get to? Uh, Landmark says PNC Park uh, in Pittsburgh, Fenway Park, and Petco Park. Al says Pittsburgh, Toronto, and Houston. Uh, Bernie's mustache says, wish I could listen. Odyssey won't play your station. Oh. Uh. Rhino says, Oracle Park in San Francisco is the best ballpark I've ever been to. Amazing views, clean, updated, great for kids and adults alike. My favorite. Yeah, if you're going to build a stadium now, I mean, some of the amenities that you have in these stadiums now, you'd obviously... You're not going to build a stadium from scratch now and have it be Fenway Park. The Brewers are building a golf yeah. experience in their ballpark. Now. I haven't been to Fenway, but I guess there's some sight lines that are so bad at Fenway. We're like, there's the one section, I think it's down the first baseline. We're actually sitting in front of a pole. <laughs> that, but there's there's a section where you're sitting facing, like you're facing the uh, right fielder. So you're not like, you know, yeah, you have to like physically turn you to, your entire you body sit in your chair and you have to, yeah, you have to like turn your, your torso to see what's going on. And nobody would make that. That'd be ridiculous. Nobody would do that. The brewers are going to be very active at the trade deadline. You would think, did you know that the brewers and Red Sox actually made a trade earlier this week? The two teams not. made a trade. Yeah. Abraham Almonte, 32-year-old outfielder who last played for the Braves in 2021, was slashing 294 with 11 home runs in AAA this season. And the Brewers sent him to the Red Sox earlier this week for cash considerations. So the two teams actually made a trade earlier this week. And look at that. We're, the, the Brewers could put the nail in the coffin for the Red Sox this weekend if they... Well, Very I think well. they kind of did that. Remember we were talking about uh, the Rockies, that if that was a big series for the Rockies, yeah, yep. they kind of put the nail in the coffin for them. Mm-hmm. Red Sox right now are 50-50. and 50. They are in last place in the AL East. The AL East has been just phenomenal because you got maybe the best team in the league right now, the Yankees, 67-33. and 33. The Brewers would be 11 and a half games behind the Yankees if they were in the uh, AL East. And that's, that's respectable. Where, yeah. That's where the Blue Jays sit. Blue Jays sit at 55 and 44. Rays are 53 and 46. Orioles, uh, they continue to play well. They're 50 and 49. So right now it's the Red Sox that are in last place in the East. I'm just trying to look real quick who would be the wildcard teams right now. The Astros are tops in the West. The Twins are tops in the Central. The Yankees are tops in the East. Like I mentioned, the wildcard teams would be Seattle. Toronto and Tampa at this point. So the East would get three teams in the playoffs. Yeah. The Red Sox are three and a half back of that second wild card spot, which the Orioles are fighting for, the Guardians and White Sox are fighting for, and that's probably about it. So yeah, the Red Sox, with the trade deadline coming up and this being the series before it, this is a massive series for Boston to try to figure out what they're going to do if they're going to be buyers or sellers. And so it's a massive series for the rest of the league because they've got some guys, you know, a J.D. Martinez or some of these other names that you're hearing. They've got some guys, uh, Bogarts. Devers. Yeah, there's some guys that maybe they don't get traded, but may- maybe they do. If the Red Sox decide that this is not going to be the year, you know, the AL East is too competitive and uh, just it's not going to happen. Maybe maybe they start selling some of these pieces off. So, yeah, this is a monster series for all involved. I believe tomorrow's games on FS1 as well as Bally, but Bally Sports should have the coverage yeah. throughout the weekend. At, at 3 o'clock, too. Yeah, Brewers tonight have Brandon Woodruff against Brayan Bello. Don't know him, never heard of him, so he'll probably destroy us. Yep. 
Eric Lauer against Nick Pavetta tomorrow, and then Aaron Ashby against Josh Winkowski. How about that? Say that last name one more time. Winkowski. Wink? W-I-N-C-K-owski. Uh, Winkowski. Winkowski. Look at that. I like it. Yeah, not 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 not, not, not quite, quite Winkler. Not quite Winkler. But uh Winkowski. Winkler having his problems tonight. Yeah, Winkowski. So that's a look at the uh Brewers and Red Sox, and then they have Monday off. Sunday will be their last game before the trade deadline. They've got a game Tuesday at six. The trade deadline I think is around four or five. So this is it. This is it. We'll see this squad and then maybe some new pieces come. Come Tuesday, big weekend set. We'll have the post-game coverage for you each and every day this weekend. So, again, on Twitter for State Fair tickets, you can tweet us, 1250 AM, the fan. You can use the hashtag Bart tickets, and one person will get, at random, one person will get a four-pack of tickets to the State Fair. 414-677-1250. Very busy couple of days in Green Bay, as we've been talking about today and yesterday. But so much more going on around the NFL. Want to talk about that coming up here, 1250 AM, The Fan. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 12.50 a.m. The Fan. I'm Bart Winkler. That's Tim Shea. Talk some NFL this hour. Brewers have the Red Sox tonight. There was a trade that went down last night in the MLB. The Mets have acquired Tyler Naquin and uh, pitcher Philip Deal from the Reds for a couple of prospects. So a lot of uh, yeah, the Cubs have some pieces, the Reds have some pieces, and the Pirates have some pieces. The Brewers are obviously in a division with these teams. Is it going to be – are we going to be able to make deals with some of these teams? Are they going to say – like, I would love Wilson Contreras. I was just going to ask you about him. Would, I would you love trade for him? Have, I would love to have Wilson Contreras. Maybe trade one of our – Three catchers, yeah, within in to a trade package. I would love uh, some of these guys on the Reds, Brandon Drury, who can play infield and outfield. That'd be great. I'd love Brian Reynolds from the Pirates. Are those teams going to say, "eh, we don't really want to do business in the NL Central"? Are the Brewers going to say, "eh, we don't want to give up prospects in the NL Central"? It's one thing for you know uh, Lewis Brinson to go to Miami, but it's another. I mean, do you want to send Sal Freelich to Cincinnati? I don't know. I mean, we don't know if these guys are prospects, right? We don't know if they pan out or not, but do you want to send them in the division? Is that a is that a problem that the Brewers try to avoid? Not that they haven't made interdivision trades before, but you know, do you have a guy that, you know, Garrett Mitchell, if you trade him and you don't want to face him a bunch of times every year. You don't want him in your division causing you more harm. So, I don't know. I don't know if it's going to be something from the Brewers standpoint, from the other team's standpoint in the Central or if neither seem to care. 414-677-1250 is the new phone number. Dave is in Cudahy. Hey, happy Friday. Good morning, gentlemen. What's up, boss? Bart, uh, I'm going to ask you the same thing I asked Tim. How are you going to feel if the Brewers do nothing? I'm going to be very upset. Yeah. I, are you still going to feel the same way if they just go out and get a bullpen arm? I would actually rather them do nothing than if they went and got, like, two lottery ticket bullpen arms like they did last year. Yes. Yes. And unfortunately, I feel that's the path they are headed down is either nothing or some arm relief. I, I mean, this is, this is such an awkward spot to be in. If, not only as a fan, but I guess even as a general manager, you know, seeing the Brewers doing this offensive series, right now you know make them feel safe and they should not this is just like just a hot streak for everyone eventually they're gonna fall off you can't expect them 
to be perfect this entire rest of the way down. And, man, I am just so worried that they are just going to stand pat and come up with some BS response of, like, well, look, we just scored 10 runs the other day. Look, you should be happy. We don't need a bat. And, ugh, that just irks me to my soul. Was it you yesterday or was it John? Uh, did you call in and say that you were worried? It might have been you. It might have been John. Uh, that you were worried that the good series against the Rockies is going to make the Brewers think. I mean, you're saying it now. That was me. That was me. I think that's. They're not going to look at one Our, series and say, ah, oh, we were going to trade for Juan Soto, but we scored 10 runs against the Rockies. Bart, Dave. dumber things have happened. No, there, that, that's, they, they're, they're, there's no way. Look, I just was like listening to, I believe it was Stern not too long ago, and he sounded really confident in his team. I don't know. Uh, maybe I'm just being a, a little extra negative on that end. But, my God, I think they're going to do nothing. And that just pains me. It makes me want to cry. I might just cry this weekend. Tears of joy and tears of sadness. Well, all right. Let's, let's, wait. let's wait. Let's wait. Let's wait till Tuesday. All right. I know everyone's anxious, but let's wait till Tuesday night and then – We'll cry here on Monday. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be crying all my tears drive the Brewers trade for Shohei Otani because I told Mike the Painter if that happens he can come co-host the show with me. Oh man, <laughs> uh, can I can I set like a, a bet like that? But mine could be a little more obscure. I don't need to go Shohei. Yeah, what's yours? Uh, if they trade for Dante Bichette, then I can come. <laughs> and own the radio station. How about that? If they trade for somebody whose name is Dave, you can oh, cause right. the show with I'll, me. I'll take that. <laughs> well, I have a much, I have a much better chance of getting uh, what I want out of this. So I, I like these odds. Well, David Robertson, uh, he's a guy that could get traded. Although that's David. He's got to go by Dave. <laughs> I will. 100% find one point where he goes by Dave. <laughs> How about the trade has to include two Daves? Two Daves. All right. I like this. Now my odds are severely stacked against me. Yeah. If the Brewers trade and they bring two Daves back, then you can host the show with me. Yeah. Two Daves at one time. Yeah. Sound good? All right. All right. I feel a lot better now. I was thinking I was going to have to co-host at one point. Nope. <laughs> Dodge the bullet there. Thanks, Dave. All right, Bart, Tim, come on out to uh, my show this weekend. Have a good one. Well, if you're going to promote it, promote it. Oh, all right. All right. Look, sorry. It's a busy weekend. Uh, Mobcraft Brewery. I'm doing Mondo Lucha wrestling down there. It's going to be a great time. They got some weird beers. Like Chicago style beer. That sounds terrible. Uh, but I'm sure I'm going to try it just for poops and giggles. Then I got my show at Comedy Sports, 8 o'clock, $10 cash. Come on down. It's going to be hilarious. And then I'm doing the midnight show later on. That's also going to be hilarious. I get extra weird. So, you know, be there or be square. Have a good one. See you, Dave. <laughs> Just that's, so that's the new sound. Just so we went. have it on record, and I do. Just yeah. so you know, the Brewers get Shohei Otani at this trade deadline. When's the trade deadline? Tuesday. Tuesday. On Wednesday, you can come in here and co-host the show with me. That was to Mike the Painter. Ooh, it's on the record. God. Well, I because I, I didn't think there was. They're any not. Chance. Don't oh, worry. Not. They're not. No, no I, they're I, I not. Put into existence. I, I, I don't want to scare you, but. But maybe just because it's out there now. Mike, no offense. I don't want you hosting a show with me. Because <laughs> you're going si I, I, to be sitting. I'm looking at the chair you're going to be sitting in. And your eyes are going to be little cartoon hearts the whole time. <laughs> and you're going to. Yeah, yeah, you're going to have your hands. Your head in your hands. Lying. You won't talk the entire time. No, I'll be like, all right, Mike, you're co-hosting the show. Uh, what do you think about Alan Lazard? Can he be the number one? And Mike the Painter will go, 
I just can't believe I'm here. I just, I just, I'm just so happy. Uh, Mike, co-host with me. Oh, I just, I'm just. Uh, he'd probably get up and get his ladder and start painting the uh, studio. Yeah, he'd look around and be like, "Oh, I see a little spot there. I can get. I see a little spot there. I can get." Speaking of Dave's, uh, this is what David Stearns had to say about the trade deadline. They're getting a big boost with Freddie Peralta coming back. They are going to be one of these teams that say, yeah, well, we might not have done a lot of the trade deadline, but we got our injured guys back. That kind of counts. Well, knowing we have someone who can provide that level of impact, hopefully rejoining our team in a matter of weeks, is a big boost for the club. Um, Freddie, when he's right and healthy, is one of the better starters in the National League. So being able to add that back into our club organically without having to make a external move sets a lot of things in motion allows us to potentially move someone back to the pen which lengthens out what we can do in the pen um, and just provides more depth throughout our entire roster so that's a big addition big addition just as when Brandon Woodruff returned it provided a spark that was a big addition we've got some relievers um, who are making their way through the rehab process now whether it's a Jake Cousins or at least Luis Perdomo Justin Topa um, is getting closer to health as well so Having all of those guys as options coming into the second half is a big boost for us. Yeah, they do that every year. I think the Brewers like when a guy gets hurt in the first half because then they can come back by the All-Star break and then they can say, well, we didn't add anybody, but we kind of did with Freddie Peralta. We got our own players, just like the offense. Yeah, we, the we, offense we, picked it up. We got our own offense back. Yeah, we kind we kind of look like the way that they've been performing. We kinda, it, It's like we added it. It's, it's like we did. Well, I want you to do it. Brick is in West Dallas, 414-677. 1250 what's up good morning I, I had to do a double take i thought you were sitting right next to me because it's so crisp and clear on that new phone line how about it I thought you might be just sitting right next to me so that, well sounds, yeah sounds, sounds great yeah now if so we can just get the app to hold up its end of the bargain we'll be all set well you can't have it all bart i know you know you, you gotta take what you can get so if you said if the brewers get shohei otani mike the painter is going to host the show and i think if the brewers get juan soto Toby should host the show with Trav and Notebook Mike in studio as his punishment for his team losing Juan Soto to the Brewers. Oh, okay. So if Juan Soto leaves the Nationals, Toby, big Nationals fan. Uh, all right. Well, he would have to agree to that. Well, no, he wouldn't. Uh, Woody, uh, Woody, no, he Woody, wouldn't. Though. No, I'll, Woody, I'll yeah, get no. Notebook Mike and I'll get Trav in here. And then when Toby starts whatever show he's on, I'll just throw those guys on with headsets and a microphone. Perfect. Just sneak, just sneak them in right before they you go live, and not much you can do about it. I never know what show Toby's on uh, each and every day. I just know he's not with me. I yeah, I don't I don't know either. It's always it's always like a surprise when I hop in my car and turn <laughs> on the radio. Yeah. If I'm going to hear Toby or not. Yeah. And I think Toby's I think Toby should just do all of the shows. Including, you know, co-host the morning show with you. Just work twenty-hour days, like no yeah. big deal. Yeah, I'm with that too. I, I mean, like that idea. I wish you. I mean, if he was a real team player, he, he'd probably just do that. Yeah, like what's he doing right now? That's any better? You know, that'd be almost like getting, you know, Toby coming to help you host in the morning. That'd be like getting, you know, Hunter Renfro off the IR. You know, it's not, it's not a new person, <laughs> but definitely, you know, definitely an upgrade by getting your own guy. Yeah. Back. Yeah, I like but, that. All right, Brick. Thanks. Thanks, buddy. Have the, what does it have the day you deserve? That's what I usually say. I don't know. Well, sure. It's your own catchphrase. Yeah. It's, it's it's Friday. Okay. Take care. You too. Bye. <laughs> that noise. Yeah, I was waiting for him to hang up. I tried to get Sam on it yesterday. I did the draft mockery. Yeah. So I tried to hang up real quick just so he could do it. And I guess he hit the button real quick before I could get off that's the noise boom yeah i like it so normally yeah normally i kick people off but uh that's the noise and uh and i like it speaking of hosting different shows the helicopter set the jet set i will be hosting zach gelb's show tonight i have to finish gassing it up when you were with uh harvat so i'll do that okay when when you're with harvat i'll gas it up all right make sure we got your spread all set out in the helicopter no no blue m&ms oh okay were there? Oh, I'm sorry. There were blue M and M's in there. Last and time. with this charcuterie board that mm-hmm. I'm requesting, mm-hmm. I want the cheese, the pepper jack cheese slices. I want the portion of the cheese slice that has the most, you know, those pepper jack spots. Mm-hmm. I want that to be facing east. Okay. 
Facing east. Mm-hmm. Towards the lake. Towards the lake. All right. Yes, please. All right. We'll get it. I'll get, make sure that happens for you. I'll make, you know, go look at the final inspection okay. and uh, I'll finish gassing it up so you can get to the airport. Right. And then from there, it's all on the... It's all on Zach Gelb because you're you're taking uh, Gelb Force One. Right? Taking right. Gelb Force One to New York. I'm going to New York for the night, and I'll be back by nine thirty. Oh, you're not staying overnight. You're not going to extend the trip. No, I was gonna, but I, I got my son needs a haircut tomorrow, so I gotta I gotta be back in town. I gotta gotcha. take him for that. All so. right, all right. I'll take the red eye back. Yeah, so I'm doing Gelb show tonight. This show brought to you by Wendy's. Wendy's, where it's the what's for breakfast hour. Here on the fan, you can get the breakfast baconator combo. You can get the hot honey chicken biscuit combo, sweet with a kick of heat, available for you at Wendy's. Get the side of Toby, which is what we call the potato wedges. Don't really remember why, but we do. And the frosty chino is a favorite for me. You can, get, you can just get the Tim Shea. That's Diet Coke. So go order a breakfast baconator. Say, I'll have a side of Toby and a Tim Shea to drink. And uh, if they don't, Close the window on you. You'll be getting potato wedges and a Diet Coke. We're back in two minutes here on The Fan. 12.50 a.m. The Fan. We are live on the Odyssey app where you can download and subscribe to the Bart Winkler Show podcast on that free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. See, why I don't like saying that. I don't, and I don't like when people say that. If we're promoting Odyssey, then why am I also saying wherever you get your podcast? Am I promoting me or am I promoting Odyssey? That's a good question. Yeah. If I'm promoting Odyssey, I'm saying I should say the only place that you can hear me is it's not true. I'm I don't know where else I am. Where else am I? iTunes? Uh, is that even still a thing? Or do they call it Apple Music Apple now? Apple Music. Okay. Am I on Stitcher? Where are you? Am I on Podbean? Uh not yet. Working mm. on that. I want to be on Podbean. Yeah? Yeah. I love Podbean. A lot of good pods there. The uh, NFL. Everybody's in camp. A lot of interesting stories this time around. There's like a lot of uh, there's a lot of clearing up that's going on, whether it's Jerry Jones or the Niners or the Panthers quarterback situation. One of the weird ones right now is this uh, – Cardinals situation with Kyler Murray. So in his contract, they had put that he needs four hours of independent study a week outside of the facility. He needs to study that matchup for the week with materials. The Cardinals give them for four hours a week. And that got revealed. And the Cardinals, it looks like, well, they're giving this guy a lot of money, but we also don't trust that he's studying. And it makes Kyler Murray look really bad. Like he's not committed away from the field. So Kyler finally got, took a microphone yesterday and had a chance to defend himself. It's, it's almost, you know, to think that I can accomplish everything that I've accomplished in my career um, and not be a student of the game and not, um, not, not have that passion and not, not take this serious is, is almost, it's disrespectful. And it's, it's, almost, it's, it's almost a joke, you know. Um, it's, to me, I'm flattered. You know, I'm, I'm honestly flattered that y'all think that at my size I can go out there and not prepare for the game and not, um, you know, not take it serious. It's, 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 it's disrespectful, I feel like, to my peers, to all, the, to all the, the great athletes and great players that are in this league. Um, this game's too hard uh, to, to play the position that I play in this league. Um, it's, it's, it's too hard. And, and I don't do this often. I don't talk about myself, but today I feel like I have to. Yeah, first half of the season, I might agree with you. And then the second half, it looks like you're, I don't know what happens. First half of the season, he's an MVP candidate. Second half of the season, he's making a lot of mistakes. But he says he watches the film. It's not for lack of preparation. To the, to the film side of things, there's multiple different ways to, to, you know, to watch film. There's many different ways to process the game. There's many different ways quarterbacks learn the game and break the game down. Uh, of course, I watch film by myself. That's, that's a given. That doesn't even need to be said. But I do enjoy and love the process of watching the game with my guys, the quarterbacks, my coaches. You know, that's, and I think you can ask any quarterback around the league. You know, the camaraderie in that room, the passion that goes into it. Every man in that room has a job. Every man contributes in, in, you know, in, in different ways. And like I said, I think every player that has played the game, no matter the position, understands what I'm saying right now. 
I don't know, man. I think I might prepare more for some of these teams than Kyler Murray does. I mean, I play Madden. So one of the things that I do now uh, with having this job is if the Packers have the Vikings, right, week one, I'll play Madden. I'll play against the Vikings every day that week so I can learn their techniques. And you might think, well, Madden's just a video game, but uh, you, you, you're right. But that's still, maybe that maybe that's the film that he was watching. He was, he's watching too much Madden. They're playing too much Madden. And the reason he's so good in the first half is because Madden's got everything, you know, right to date. And then there's all these changes. He never upgrades his Madden. That's why he's struggling. So that's Kyler Murray getting an opportunity to defend himself a little bit. Jerry Jones earlier this week had to defend himself for basically against himself for hiring Mike McCarthy and with Mike McCarthy by his side, as we go through some of the things that have happened in the NFL this week with Mike McCarthy by his side, Jerry Jones says, I have better options if I want them. And uh, I want to be real clear. He wouldn't be sitting here today if I didn't think he was the man to lead this team to a Super Bowl. He would not be. And I have choices. And uh, so that's not meant to be insensitive to anybody. That's a fact. And so uh, you guys write about a lot of those choices, and they were there for my use had I wanted them. And uh, no, the guy to my right is who I'm convicted about, have been. Uh, we certainly have had things we've addressed the way we've addressed them in the off offseason. Uh, I think we have uh, have successfully put together a staff that really – from this vantage point, gives us absolutely the best chance with our makeup and our team to uh, get to the ultimate success. So Mike McCarthy, he gets fired. He doesn't coach for a year after that. There were rumblings that he could get a job at some point, but he doesn't get a job, takes a year off, goes out to his barn, hangs out with Jim Haslett and Tim Haslett and whatever Haslets were around there, hangs out with all these different uh, people. And it's like, ever since the day Jerry Jones hired Mike McCarthy, Jerry Jones feels like he's had to defend himself from hiring Mike McCarthy. Like he has two different personalities. Like Moon Knight. Jerry Jones, there's one version of Jerry Jones that actually hired Mike McCarthy and then there's another guy in his body that's like, why'd you do this? We're the Dallas Cowboys. We're, we're winners. We haven't been to a championship game since 1996. It just feels like ever since Mike McCarthy was hired, Mike McCarthy was set to get fired. Tony's in Texas, home of the Cowboys. Yeah. How about, Go Cowboy. How about them Cowboys? How about them Cowboys? Yeah, that Mike McCarthy and Jerry Jones interview, I don't, maybe this is before your time, but it reminds me of Robin Gibbons and Mike Tyson when they're interviewed together, and Robin's just ripping on Mike Tyson of all his issues. Kind of funny to watch uh, Mike McCarthy stumble around. But I want to talk about our own issues in Green Bay, Bart, and this is a concern of mine, and it hasn't been brought up much, is that offensive line, the left tackle, right tackle position. I mean, are you a little bit worried about that going into opening day? You got Zadarius Smith coming at us. I mean, that's that's two positions right there with Elkin Jenkins and David Bakhtiari out. I don't, I don't know. I'm kind of concerned about that. Well, I'm very concerned about the offensive line, and they're mixing up who's starting. Rookie Zach Tom was starting or playing with the starters yesterday. I do have some Zach Tom audio. Would you like to hear from Zach Tom today? Zach Tom out of Wake Forest. Who the hell is Zach Tom? Let's hear from him. You want to hear from Zach Tom? Yeah, I don't know anything about the guy. Let's hear him. Okay, let me find a good Zach Tom cut for you. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm on Tim Shea's Google here. This will just take a moment. Hey, how's the app working for you? I, I, I don't know what the issues are with all these people. I'm fine. Everybody's having problems with the app. Did yours update? Yeah, I'm good. Oh, okay. Yeah, everyone's like texting me like I can do something about it. I feel these issues. I'm fine. I'm good. All right. Uh, Zach Tom says, have they said to him that they want him to find a home at tackle? 
as his primary position. Here's Zach Tom. I don't really know where my home is, but because um, they had me at center and guard in the offseason, now I'm at tackle, so I'm just here to I want to. I just want to play, and uh, wherever they need me, so that's what I'm here for. Does that assuage your uh, concerns? Oh, it sounds like a go-getter. I'll take it. But that that is concerning, though. On on the right tackle side, if that guy is going to be, is he left tackle, right tackle? I don't know. But well, yesterday he was lined up at left tackle, and here we go. Here's another one. He went against Rashawn Gary, and uh, I guess he did pretty good against him. He did come up to me after practice, and you know, told me you know, good stuff today. So that meant a lot because uh, obviously he's he's somebody, he's one of the top edge rushers in the league. So see, going up against him is really a, a good test of where I'm at. All right, Zach, Tom, it sounds like I have modulated Devontae Adams' audio is what it sounds like. This guy kind of sounds like Devontae. It does a little bit. Hey, and Kyler Murray sounded a little bit like Mike McCarthy a little bit there. You thought Kyler Murray did? Yeah, a little bit. A little bit kind of stumbling around, trying to, like, use big words to sound like he knew what he was talking about. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, part. sure, yeah, yeah. I, I was curious, did Rami go to Sacramento because of an independent study clause? Yeah, he wasn't studying enough here? They had, had to read up more on the Brewers and, and the Packers and just said the hell with it, I'm going to Sacramento. Yeah, he's going to Sacramento because they only have uh, one of the big four sports teams. So it was less work for him. All he's got to do is I heard, focus on I heard the Kings. He's complaining about the heat too. Yeah, it's like a hundred degrees over there. Yeah, so hopefully he's enjoying it out there. But you know, talk to Horvat a little bit about the Packers' offensive line. I, I am concerned about that group. And other than that, I, I mean, this team is going to be great, man. I'm excited. So. Well, yeah, nine o'clock. I'm breaking down all things Packers with my my good buddy Ryan Horvat's back. A, a gap, B gap, can't wait. Let's do it. Go Pack Go. Talk to you next week, Bart. All right, Tony. See you, buddy. Tony's in Texas, 414-677. I almost did it. That would have been the time. 414-677-1250. That's our new phone number here on The Fan. Do you want to hear more from Zach Tom, or should I go back to the NFL stuff? Uh, what do you feel like? I mean, well, you're the producer. Let's hear more from Zach Tom. Wrong decision. Okay, let's hear more from the NFL stuff. <laughs> uh, big contract extension yesterday. Someone that we talked about maybe wanting to acquire in the offseason has actually been locked up by his own team, and that is DK Metcalf. Here's the report from NFL Network yesterday. We have, but not as long as we had to wait for the Seahawks and Jamal Adams to do a deal last year. That took about three more weeks than we are right now. That was into August. So the Seahawks and DK Metcalf ending his hold in. He had showed up to camp, but he wasn't participating while he waited for his deal. Wait no more, DK Metcalf. Three years, 72 million with 58.2 million in total guarantees. Gets a $30 million signing bonus, as you see on your screen right there. That is the highest ever for a wide receiver. This is a really good deal. It's it's really hard to compare wide receiver deals right now because some of them are front-loaded, others are back-loaded. This is right up there, though. On a three-year average per year, this is higher than Devontae Adams, higher than a couple other deals except maybe Tyreek Hill. That is the one that really continues to be the benchmark. But DK Metcalf gets paid after some folks said, well, wait a second, are the Seahawks going to trade this guy back in the spring now that they've already traded away Russell Wilson? And, and we were told all along, We'll listen to offers, the Seahawks will, but this is not a guy that we're looking to get rid of. We want him to be a part of our future. Well, he will be at least for the next couple of years. Gets another bite at another contract in a couple of years before he turns 30, so that is key. So a really good deal for DK Metcalf and a, a lesson from the Seahawks to their locker room that they still do value key players and they want to keep as many in this core as possible, just not Russell Wilson, you know? Yeah, it's, you're building your whole team, but then Drew Locke and Geno Smith are battling at quarterback. I mean, if you got a talent like DK Metcalf, I guess go ahead and keep him. Uh, that would have been great if DK Metcalf was traded here, but then we wouldn't have. We started the show today with a Romeo Dubs breakdown. So we, we wouldn't have had uh, the opportunity to do that if we had DK Metcalf. At 414-677-1250, we have John and Franklin. Hey, John. Hey, happy Friday. Happy Friday, John. Yeah, I was sorry to see that crawl come across yesterday. You know, outside chance, one of these uh, disgruntled receivers might fall to the pack by some 
some miracle. But anyway, speaking of disgruntled, it's, uh, you know, it's interesting to hear Kyler, poor Kyler there with his uh, disrespect. I wonder if he uh, reviewed his electronic uh, money transfer from the team uh, a week ago. I wonder, wonder if he still feels disrespected when he's cashing those, you know, you can't even imagine. We guys like us can't even imagine the uh, amount of money they get paid. I wonder if he down. didn't even read the whole contract and he didn't he – did, like, did he not know it was in there? Or another theory is did he know it was in there and hate it, and so he's the one that – like, how do we even know? How do we How do we even know what's in a contract? Who? Who's – that had to be leaked. Well, Who's leaking that, and why? Well, well, you have. I mean, obviously, you got a legal team or your your agent. You know, handles all that stuff. But the, but for that to get by and not be passed along, you know, yeah, somebody dropped the ball there a little bit. But the team put that in there for a reason. And let's face it. I mean, this this guy at the beginning of last season, there was you didn't hear it from me, but you heard from other people jumping on his bandwagon MVP talk. And then the guy just collapsed, and he's done it before. By the way, if you would like to hear me uh, talk more on this subject, at 6.20 tonight when I'm hosting for Zach Gelb, I will be talking with Bob McManaman of the Arizona Republic. Bob Big Mac? (laughs) Bob McManaman. Oh, okay. All right. What what time is that? That will be 6.20 Central Standard. Okay. On the Zach Gelb uh, show. I'll try to check that out, man. Yeah, I'm always, it's always good to hear you start to go nationwide. It's just a matter of time before we lose you, but we're going to love you while we got you. Nope, never. I am. My uh, feet are in cement blocks going nowhere. <laughs> so, yeah. So, it's interesting. Tony must not have been listening to the show yesterday. I mean, that was the big topic of discussion and worry about our offensive line. I see uh, Tampa Bay took a little bit of a hit. Fan, fra- fan favorite with their center going down. Not that you want to see it, but it's, you know, we're not the only team that's going to be dealing with significant injuries. And at well, least not that Rogers- they're any good, but the Bears have lost like half their offensive line already, too. Yeah, but that might be a net positive. <laughs> yeah. When's the last time their offensive line was good? Yeah. I mean, it's been one of their big problems, and they put their young quarterback in a terrifying position. Yeah. We were discussing that last night over over whiskeys. You know, it's not, not like I'm a big Ohio State guy, but Justin Fields, man, he just got the shortest straw where he went. Absolute but, uh, worst case scenario for him where he was drafted. Yeah, but an interesting, you know, Tampa Bay has got a lot of flash on that team, but you you put a rush up the middle, and Tom Brady's going to be uh, he's going to be tested. Now he's been tested before and's come through pretty well, but I mean. He's defying age and all that stuff, but at some point, you know, the well runs dry, and, and you know, you wonder when it's going to be. I mean, it's been predicted for years, and it hasn't happened. The guy's kind of a, kind of a miracle maker. So we'll see, we'll see what goes on there because that looked like a pretty bad uh, injury to Jenkins, I believe his name is. All right, Johnny. Thanks for the update. Thanks for the call. You have a good weekend. You too, buddy. I'm out. All right, see ya, John and Franklin. Four one four six seven seven, twelve fifty. Uh, I don't, I didn't see what he's, what is he talking about? Who got hurt for the, the Buccaneers, the, the Buccaneers, their center, their starting center. Um, that's news to me. I missed yeah. that one. I guess I did too. <laughs> All right. We'll look it up. Find it for me. Now they have Julio Jones. And GM Jason Lick said, yeah, we've been looking about this for a while. Well, it's a. A scenario that we'd talked about for a while, uh, going back to OTAs um, and when he was released, that um, you know if it made sense, we'd potentially pursue it. I was uh, talked periodically with his agent all summer. Um, I know Tom and Julio had talked, um, and then it just kind of came to fruition here in the last couple days, and we're really excited to have him. I know he's super excited to be here. What a mature guy tough guy competitive guy and he's just excited to uh have a chance to uh win a championship oh this jensen guy got carted off ryan jensen got carted off at practice 31 years old and they think it's significant that's a bummer for them they're jc treader 
is one of the options. Oh, they're going to get J.C. Treader now? That's... Jensen signed a three-year, $39 million contract extension back in March. Uh, went to the Pro Bowl in 2021. Is there going to be a Pro Bowl this year? It sounds like there's not. That's fine with me. That's I know stupid. you like it. Yeah, well, somehow. well, come on. I, I, can't, I still can't fathom that you actually sit down and watch that. Yeah, I watch it. I play DraftKings. Come on. I got my NFC flag. I get all into it. Oh, I'm sure you do. Let's go NFC, NFC. NFC. Where did they even pl- where did they play the Pro Bowl? Orlando. Or they played it in Vegas. Oh. Or maybe I don't know. I think they did Vegas last year, I think is what they did. Like I know it was a treat when they did it out in Hawaii. Yeah. Just because it was kind of a, yeah, it's a time to get away. You yeah. know? Yeah. But that stadium's not even up anymore. Or it's going to be demolished. All you guys. All you guys all you guys in your cancel culture canceled the Pro Bowl. Seriously, they don't tackle, Bart. It's like you and me going out there and playing a game of flag football. No, it's not. It's pro bowlers. I think people would rather watch us play than them. No. Ridiculous. People would rather go to Wendy's this morning where you get the hot honey chicken biscuit combo. Sweet with a kick of heat. You can grab the breakfast baconator combo. I like, I just say, give me the old standard. And they say sausage, egg, and Swiss. And I say, you melt it perfect like you always do, and I'm on my way. Apparently, the Juan Soto sweepstakes is down to four finalists. We'll have the details on that next. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Hey, 